Hey everyone, this is Evan at Stride back with a, another announcement episode. This one will cover uh, the new metric that we are calling air power. And so this goes along with the new Stride and it comes with the first firmware update for the new Stride. And it'll automatically update when you connect to the app with the new Stride. If you already have yours, uh, you should already have this. If you're interested in getting the new one, this will be a free firmware update that comes with the new Stride. I'm gonna talk just a little bit more about how you can use air power uh, specifically in your training, but just a little bit more about the concept of air power and why it might be useful for you as a metric. So today we're gonna talk about air power. What is it? It's the power required to overcome air resistance. To best understand air power, we're gonna look at a couple different running scenarios to help you understand a little bit more. So. The first scenario, the air is pretty calm, it's pretty still. You're running eight miles an hour, which is about 13 kilometers an hour, in calm air conditions. You will still be overcoming eight miles an hour, or 13 kilometers an hour, worth of air resistance as you move forward while you're running. Air power will be equal to the cost of overcoming the air resistance produced by your running speed. Scenario number two, a tailwind. You're running eight miles an hour forward with an eight mile an hour tailwind. You'll be overcoming zero miles per hour worth of air resistance. So your air power will be equal to zero. Scenario number three, a headwind. You're running eight miles an hour forward into an eight mile an hour headwind against you. You'll be overcoming 16 miles an hour worth of air resistance. Air power will be equal to the cost of overcoming the air resistance produced by the wind and your running speed. With this new metric, you'll better understand the effects of the wind so you can minimize the wind's effects when you want to run fast and use it to your advantage in training. Runners with stride with the new wind capabilities can now quantitatively dial in their sense of exertion against the wind so they can approach every windy scenario with the confidence that they will run at the correct intensity. So now we're going to talk a little bit more about what air power looks like. Uh, and again, we have this example on blog.stride.com if you're interested in seeing the uh, graphical layout of everything. But I'm just going to talk uh, a little bit more uh, about specifically what this will kind of look like in a practical sense in your training and how you can kind of look at it. And the new stride will report total power to all watches uh, that, that are hooked up already to stride or, you know, the phone app. The total power already includes air power as part of that number. So this new firmware update is important because it separates out air power as its own metric so you can view the effect of air resistance after your run. Uh, and, and during your run, you'll have that just that total power number to pay attention to. So what does air power look like? It'll be available for post-run analysis on the stride.com slash power center. Air power is displayed as a percentage of your overall power that was used to overcome the air resistance, and it's displayed with a gray shaded area underneath the orange line uh, that the power is normally reported at. So the example on the blog shows a sprint effort where this runner in particular produced a very short uh, couple second sprint effort of 617 watts of power. 12% of that power is air power and it was being used to purely overcome air resistance. So looking at three different types of runs, again, this is a, a, available in blog.stride.com, but talking about how 
shifting wind conditions during a run turns a moderate run into a threshold run. So this particular case was a tempo run done in some very moderate crosswind conditions. At the start of the run, the runner is traveling east and north with an aiding crosswind, so the, the wind is actually helping them. However, when they turn around and head back home in the west and south direction, they are now running into a hindering crosswind. Uh, in the image, it shows that the power is slowly creeping up from 250 watts to 300 watts by the end of the run, and air power is a significant contributor to this power shift. Air power only accounts for 2-4% to of their total effort when heading out the out direction on their run, but the trip back home has a more significant effect on their total output, forcing them to use 7-10% to of the total power output to overcome air resistance. Here, it would have been more wise to slow down a bit when running back home in order to stay at the intended power target instead of trying just to focus on a certain pace because that effort actually becomes too high because now you can actually quantify it with air power. So air power gives runners the first reliable metric so they can consistently differentiate light winds and heavy winds. Light winds do not cost you much effort when you run into them, but they can be mentally taxing. If you know with confidence that light winds are not costing you much, you can continue to run into them without fear. On the other hand, heavy winds can cost you upwards of 15% of your overall power output. You must back off your effort to not risk burnout during these high wind scenarios. So this example number two is sustained wind gusts on a long run. So the second example is a longer, slower run in light wind conditions. Generally, we see that the air resistance has a very small effect on this run because the runner is doing a slow run and the wind is very light. However, the runner still has to be aware of the wind due to some gusty conditions. We see that some wind gusts push the air power contribution up to 8% of total power. With a power target of 208 watts for this run, an 8% effect can be substantial because it can push this runner's target beyond 224 plus watts. So it's important for this runner to be cautious and mindful of long sustained wind gusts because the air power contribution could cause them to exert more power than they wanted to. If the runner is not mindful of the wind gusts, they risk burning through too many matches without completing their run. So you're working too hard without knowing it. Uh, example number three, tailoring your workout with a strong wind. So this example, Number three is a couple different intervals, uh, done at pretty much the, the same effort, but the wind is 15 miles an hour. So for this inter interval workout with a 15 mile an hour wind condition, we can see that running the interval into the wind at a very high effort pushes the power to overcome air resistance 20% higher. However, air resistance is eliminated when doing the same effort with the tailwind. In windy conditions like this, the runner has the choice to tailor their workout to suit their needs. They can choose to do all the intervals directly into the wind so they can reach high-end power numbers without having to suffer from injury-inducing impact from going at a high-end speed. Or, if the runner is trying to improve their speed, they can run with the tailwind, so it's easier for them to run faster without being slowed down by air resistance. Uh, and then run number four, this example here, is a very short sprints, so very near maximum sprints. Uh, so these maximum effort sprints and high, uh, high, high power sprints in still air conditions uh, add to the total power as you reach that very high speed near 20% 
air power. So 20% air power contribution that we can now track. And we can actually be able to touch that zone five effort for this runner, specifically reaching up to about 600 to 650 watts is their zone five. Uh, we can actually now more accurately track this because they are traveling at a very high speed. But now with the air power, we can actually be able to say, hey, now we have this additional wattage that we didn't you know, track before, but now with this air power, we can account for it uh, because up to 20% of that total power when running at a max effort uh, is actually gonna help us be able to more, like, like be more aware of our training and just have a more complete picture. So uh, I would recommend if you haven't already downloaded this firmware update, go to blog.stride.com and read about the Introducing Air Power blog post. Uh, I wanna talk a little bit more about what else is new in this firmware release. As part of this firmware release, we've extended Stride's internal recording capability to 36 hours. This means that Stride will store your last 36 hours of running data on the device. So what does this mean for you? If you ever forget to wear your watch, if your watch is out of charge or you don't wear a watch, you can just run with Stride. That's always been the case, but the internal storage had been limited to about eight to nine hours. So now 36 hours of running storage. Uh, Stride will record your running data so you can sync it with your iPhone or Android phone after the run is complete. Will I see any air power when it's not windy outside? So air power represents the cost required to overcome air resistance. Air resistance is determined by a number of factors using our personal specifications the conditions of the surrounding environment, and the relative speed of the air that you're running into. If there's no wind outside, you'll be facing air resistance equal to your running speed. If there is wind, you'll be facing air resistance equal to the wind speed you are running into plus your running speed. So how does air power change as I run faster? Air resistance and subsequently your air power increase as you run faster. So it is important to be more mindful of your air power when racing and when doing high quality workouts. Um, so you can go to stride.com slash power center and with the new stride, with this new firmware update, you'll be able to see your air power contribution for your overall power number. Uh, we're really excited about this. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact us, support at stride.com. For now, this has been this update. We look forward to uh, bringing you more and more updates as we continue to pump stuff out this year, 2019. We're super excited about the new stride, which is shipping now. Uh, if you have any other questions, like I said, please feel free to contact us at support at stride.com. We'll be back with another release very soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>